Welcome to Creepy Kentucky. I'm Quinn. And I'm Laura. Is there uh, anything we want to talk about this week before we get down to business? How's your farm going? Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no new animals, no new... No new news there. But no news is good news sometimes. That's right. Yeah. Well, we have been having construction at the apartment, which ordinarily I wouldn't be that excited about. But they have some uh, lovely people working, doing it, and I love them, and I wish they would never leave. (laughs) Every time they see me coming now, at least one of them drops everything and comes running to help me get down the stairs or carry my bags or something. Oh. Yeah. I know. So nice. I mean, yeah. I'm going to miss them when they're gone. <laughs> Hopefully, the first time forever, you hope the construction, construction people. takes forever. Yep. I mean, the rate they're going, it might. <laughs> Let's face that. But. Right. They're taking the concrete up from the breezeways up above us and replacing it with wood. Oh, yeah, so there's like, there's like concrete and concrete dust everywhere, and I mean, like, in in tr- pieces, like big chunky pieces. It's yeah. Oh God, that doesn't sound very enjoyable. No, it isn't. But you know, it is what it is. What can you do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I got nothing. Okay. Okay. So, now, our topic is one that I only learned about about a month ago. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, and then I was, like, trying to think of a topic, and I was like, man, that sounds all right. This sounds like something, this sounds like something I could maybe work on. Okay, so, and my notes are, okay, well, first of all, what, the topic we're going to cover is called the nose job murder. What? Yeah, it's called the nose job murder. Okay. And it's, okay, so I was listening to, like, like, several different podcasts, and I was trying to keep them kind of in order, like, I was trying to keep, like, like, I was trying to take them each up to the same point in the story and then stop and write notes. Okay, that's fair. But, but that didn't always work for me. So, my notes are kind of all over the place. All right, that's cool. So, yeah. My I'll just, it, so. But we'll all just, we're all just going to struggle through this. So we got this. We're going to struggle through this and we're going to struggle through we're going to struggle through it. We're going to struggle through it together. Okay. I'll get a map out. Okay. I'll take some notes. We'll okay. be okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with a guy named Ryan Carter Poston. Ryan Carter Poston. Yeah. Okay. He was born December 30th, 1982 in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Um, 
His parents were Lisa Carter and Jay Poston, and he had three younger sisters, Allison, Catherine, and Elizabeth. I mean, none of them really are that tangential to the story, but um, he was, like, very into his family. Okay. His mom had, his parents had divorced, and his mom had remarried to uh, a guy, I think his name was Peter Carter, and Ryan had changed his middle name to Carter to honor his stepfather. So he uh, was, like, super close to all sides of his family. A family guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he attended Blessed Sacrament School in Fort Mitchell, the International School of Manila in the Philippines, the International School of Geneva in Switzerland. And he had, less excitingly, uh, attended Indiana University in Bloomington. <laughs> Where he triple majored in history, political science, and geography. Jesus. Yeah. Overachiever uh, much? Yeah, really. Um, he went to law school at Northern Kentucky University in Highland Heights. Um, he achieved his Juris Doctor degree. Uh, he set up his own law office. In Cincinnati, he lived in Highland Heights, and uh, like like I said, he was like we talked about earlier. He was very family oriented. Um, his friends all had great things to say about him, like he was a great guy, um, caring, thoughtful, funny, smart, like all the good things. Color of community, yeah. Um, Kind of upstanding citizen. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only kind of maybe negative thing that ever came up about him was that he had a lawsuit going against one of his former partners uh, and uh, had a lot of anger, showed a lot of anger against that partner. Not like in a directly confrontational way, but just like when he was talking about the situation with other people, he would say, you know, he would be very upset about it. Um, okay. uh, also, and uh, appropriately, you might think, for Kentucky, he loved guns. Of course. He carried one with him always. He had several loaded guns in his apartment. And he had made sure that his former girlfriend knew how to shoot a gun to protect herself. Fair enough. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Out. Yeah. So, that's Ryan. Now that we've met Ryan, we're going to take Ryan. Uh, okay. Don't put him on the back burner yeah. for a minute. No. <laughs> no. 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 We're, we're going to take Ryan from the frying pan into the fire is what we're going to oh, do with okay. Ryan. <laughs> so, <Whoa. okay>. Oh, no. <laughs> This is where you say, oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, in 2011, Ryan met 20-year-old Shayna Hubers on Facebook. 
Oh, Facebook. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is another issue where Facebook is bad. All right. Oh dear. What yeah. year did you say this was? Huh? Oh, it was two, 2011. 2011. Okay. So it was. Right, yeah. Right when Facebook was kind of stealing. Yeah. My spaces. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't just the domain of old people. Uh, right. Yeah. It was still a young person. Yeah. Like. Thing. Right. So he saw pictures of Shayna on his step cousin, his step step cousin's account, because uh, Shayna and the step cousin, whose name was Carissa Carlisle, were friends. Um, he thought Shayna was very cute. Uh, the picture that he saw was of the two women on like they were at a beach setting uh they were at a hotel setting um they were on a balcony and they were both wearing bathing suits oh okay so he friended her on facebook big mistake uh anyway yeah so she was 20 and i will say that like that's at that point he was 29 and she was 20 at that point and that's a huge maturity difference yeah a lot of the time uh it certainly was in this case <laughs> so um he she was a psychology major at uk oh, university okay. of kentucky yeah um she graduated cum laude in only uh-huh. yeah, in only three years. Good for her. Yeah, and she was studying to be a school counselor. She was studying that was going to be what her master's degree specialty was. So wow, yeah. good for her. Yeah, yeah. Hold the fact that she was a psychology major in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. So psychology major. Yeah. So. Um, they began a relationship, like a face-to-face, not just a Facebook relationship. Um, it was a very volatile relationship. Oh one, one might almost call it toxic. Okay. They, they would break up and make up over and over. Um, Hot in the cold. Yeah. They were Katy Perry song. Yeah. She was, Yeah. Can you believe she was mar- ever married to to Russell? What's his name? Oh my God! Oh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. I know. No. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Ryan and Shayna's relationship lasted longer than Katie and Russell's did, though. It lasted. It was on and off for eighteen months. Um, okay. She was obsessed with him. She would show up unannounced at his apartment and refuse to leave. Oh, jeez. She had a search history. On her search history, there was a, a search for how to pick a lock with a bobby pin. Oh, my God. Yeah. He tried to end the relationship several times. Um, he, you yeah. He, he was only with her because she would make him feel bad about things whenever he would try to break up with her. Ah. Yeah. 
Uh, however, his comments to other people he knew were that, uh, quote, she, that she was, quote, literally the crazy, craziest fucking person I've ever met, unquote. And, quote, it was, rest- it was getting to be, quote, restraining order status. And she was a psychology major? And she was a psychology major, yeah. Oh, you'll keep saying that to yourself through this whole thing. Trust me. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Uh, on October 11th, 2012, uh, Ryan and Shayna had dinner with his parents. And then they went back to his place, and reportedly, they broke up again. All right. So. They're on the offs. Yeah. Uh, Ryan had met a woman named Audrey Bolt on Facebook. Now, Audrey was, you would think by now he would learn to stay. Off Facebook, but you know, <laughs> yeah, don't find dates on Facebook. Yeah, really. Um, there's there's some solid advice for yeah, just everyone. Don't everyone. find dates on ba- Facebook. Don't okay. find dates on Facebook. Yeah. So, um, she was actually Miss Ohio, USA. Oh. So, very very attractive. Uh, online, they had an online relationship for a while. She found him very smart and very funny. And um, they planned to meet on the evening of October 12th, 2012, for drinks and maybe pool at a nearby bar. However, that very evening, there was a 911 call from uh, Ryan's uh Highland Heights apartment, and it was made by Shayna. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Also, oh, no. All right. Oh, no. Now, uh, Shayna claimed that Ryan started pushing her around, and then he gr- she and then she grabbed, oh, then he grabbed one of his guns. And then Shayna claims she grabbed the gun away from him and shot him. Uh, uh. Yeah, the 911 operator asks how long ago he was shot. And she says, oh, about 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. That's not. Oh, oh, just wait. Okay. (laughs) Just wait. Oh, you know, I waited like 10 to 15 minutes to call you. Just. Yeah. Away from hey, more. At least I called, right? Wait for more. Wait for because she shot him six uh, times. Oh my god! Twice in the head, twice in the chest, once on the side, and once in the back. Oh my no! And oh. okay, so I am going to try to play parts of the nine one one call for you. Oh okay, and. Ooh. Let's see. All right. 
Hopefully this will come through. I got the volume boosted. I think as loud as it'll go. No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't have it as loud as it'll go. All right. Let's see if we can, if you can understand this. It's a 911 call, so it's not the clearest audio we've ever heard. But Right. Okay. Okay. I'm leaning in. Okay. So that was part one of the 911 call. Oh, dear. Yeah. There was also the alarm. Our alarm went off in the middle of that because, of course, it did. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in that, she says that, like. I heard her say, I, I just killed my boyfriend. She said, I just killed my boyfriend in self-defense. Okay. And. She says something about, like, like what did you, the operator asked her what she killed him with, and she says, I think, a loaded gun, as opposed okay. to, you know, you the, know, the famous unloaded, unloaded yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was, like, she would stop and explain stuff, and then she would get back to being, like, all, like, upset. Yeah. And the the 911 like that was the whole thing like the 911 operator would ask her a question she would answer it and then she would start in being like upset again. Like oh my god, oh my, oh god, my, god, my god, oh my god. god. No, it's it's in the kitchen on the yeah. counter. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. yeah. That's pretty much it. That and that's pretty much like the whole tone of the of the 911 call. Oh my God. So, the police arrive at the apartment, and they take Shayna to the station to interview her. Now, okay, what the self-defense yeah. situation was. Right. I did not tape any of the interview because it's on video, and that's the best, really the best way to watch it. But the video is where I went from, oh, this is, you know, I was kind of like at first, I was like, oh, well, I might do this because at least it's set in Kentucky. I went from there to like, holy shit, I'm going to talk about this at some point, was the interview. (laughs) Because it's incredible, both in the sense of, is this actually happening? And incredible in the sense of not credible. (laughs) 
So, oh. yeah. So, Shayna was read her Miranda rights, which I'll remind everyone is the right to remain silent. You have the right to right. an attorney, you know, right. all that sort of shit. Um, right. Yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. There was Anyone a yeah. any law and order episode. Right. Exactly. No, no Miranda rights. Exactly. I think I've known my Miranda rights since I was like nine kid, years old. Yeah. Um there was a three hour interview and police did not ask her one question. Oh because she talked hard. all the way through it. Okay. And one of the one of the comments on one of the podcasts I listened to about it was that it topped the Jody Arias interview for crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. That's saying something. Yep. That bitch was doing like headstands and shit. Right. Uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long yeah. Uh so the first detective left the room. Um when they first brought her in there, he was like, I'm going to leave. Like, I'll be, I'll be right back. Um, and she was, like, crying and sniveling and all that sort of stuff. Um, as soon as he walked out of the room, her whole face changed from having, like, basically having a breakdown to picking her nose. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Um, she, okay, so in the interview, she told the story of him throwing her against the wall. Oh, and also in the interview, um, in the 911 call, she had said that he had thrown her against a bookcase. And then she had also said he had thrown her against a couch. And that's why she didn't have any bruises because she had landed on the couch. So, anyway, he had thrown her against a wall, and then she saw him reach for a gun on the table. The gun was on the table. She got to it first, and she shot him. So, she told the police that he was twitching, so she shot him two more times. He was still twitching, so she shot him again because she didn't want to see him twitch anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. And I have some I have some quotes from the interview. It really, like, it would really behoove people to actually, I think, watch some of it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so, some actual quotes from the interview. All right. Quote. I knew Ryan was going to die or have a completely deformed face. He's very vain and wants to get a nose job. Just that kind of person. And I shot him right here. I gave him the nose job he always wanted. Oh, my God. Yeah. Quote, I don't know if anyone will ever want to marry me if they know that I killed a boyfriend in self-defense. Unquote. Oh, my. Um, 
Yeah, I quote, I did it. Yes, I did it. I can't believe I did that. Unquote. Quote, yeah, quote, I'm so good at acting, unquote. Oh, my God. Quote, if I go to jail, will they let me shower or will I get really dirty? Unquote. And she, yeah, and she also asked one of the officers how he got his teeth so white. Oh, my God. Um, at, when she was left alone, she started pacing, snapping her fingers, dancing, and singing America, Amazing Grace. Okay. And literally every person that commented on it said that she had a great voice. <laughs> so, I don't know what to make of that. Anyway, police had to take turns in the interview or in the interview room with her because she kept talking and it was so intense that they couldn't keep up. Oh god. All right. Uh so, not surprisingly, she was arrested after the interview. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, you would hope. Um, she was indicted on December 20th, 2012. So eight days later, um, she uh, pled not guilty on January. Yeah. On January 16th, 2013. And her bail was set at $5 million. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, her trial started over two years later on April 13th, 2015, and she was in jail the entire time because she couldn't raise the bail. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Always especially a good thing in light of what's about to happen. Oh, my. Yeah. So, oh, no. yeah. No, it's a good thing overall. So. Okay. The def her defense was obviously self-defense, that she was a, a, a victim of domestic violence, and she finally, you know, took, like, okay. took you know, um, the pro My question, though. Okay. Self-defense? Why was he shot in the back? Well, yeah. <laughs> that means he was trying to run away. Yeah. She, he was probably, actually, he was probably already dead by the time, that time. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, like, even if he wasn't, yeah, that's not very self-defensive, but whatever. No, it's not. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, Shayna. Whatever, uh, Shayna. Yeah. Um, so, the prosecution claimed that she had... Uh, gotten into his phone, saw his messages to Miss Ohio, and had just lost it. Aha. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so Ryan's family and friends, uh, Audrey Bolt, Miss Ohio, and Shayna's jailmates testified against her. <laughs> And that was why it was good that she was in jail for so long, because apparently they didn't like her any more than anyone else did. Oh. <laughs> All right. So there were several revelations during the trial, one of which was that there were hundreds of thousands of text messages between Ryan and Shayna. There were an average of 50 messages from her for every text that he had sent. 
and there was one time when she had sent him 90 messages until he responded. Oh, oh God. Yeah. She had had to take the safety off of the gun before she'd shot him. Uh-huh. Which made it look very much premeditated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were no signs of a struggle at all in his apartment. Um, the bookshelf that he, that he had supposedly thrown her against had had bullets lined up on it on end, and they were all still standing on end. Oh, yeah. So he yeah. didn't yeah. throw her yeah. into that bookshelf. Okay. Also, maybe the creepiest one of all. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, the night before the murder, they had broken up. He went to bed, and she, instead of leaving, went down to his living room, called her mother. Her mother drove to the condo just to hold her, and he did not know that both of them were there until he got up the next morning. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> So he wakes up, walks into his living room. There they both are. Oh, Surprise. Jesus. I'd be like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Get out, Shayna. Okay. So the jailmates, her jail inmates uh, that had been with her testified that she claimed she hadn't acted in self-defense. Uh, she claimed that she would give herself bruises and then would visit neighbors and tell them that he had beaten her up. That's really fucked up. Yeah. And that she laughed about shooting him in the face and she had repeated the nose job comment to them and that she was going to plead insanity because she was too smart for everybody and she had the IQ of Einstein. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Shanna. Yeah. She... Okay. Yeah. Her story also changed. Um, she Sorry. said... Yeah. She said... So, um, the first story was that she had grabbed the gun from him. That was the story she told the 911 operator. Then she told the police that she grabbed the gun from the table before he could get it. And then this time, she said he was charging at her, and she managed to grab the gun from him. However, just, I mean, the first shot, uh, forensic stated that the first shot came from a downward angle. Okay, so he was not on the ground. Yeah, he was either in a chair or on the ground. Right. What but the yeah, fuck? but but she claimed he was charging at her. Uh okay, Shana. Yeah. Um, okay. Wisely, he Shana did not testify. Probably in her good defense. for everyone's yeah. sanity on that. Yeah. So five hours of deliberation, the jury found her guilty of murder. And gave her 40 years in prison. She would have to serve 85% of it or 34 years before being eligible for parole. 
Um, she had wanted the judge to recognize her as a victim of domestic violence because then she would only have to serve 20% of the sentence before uh, being able to get parole. Oh, and please tell me the judge said no. He did. Uh, the yeah. judge said he did not consider her a victim of domestic violence, and he actually thought about sentencing her to her longer term than 40 years. <laughs> so... All right. So Shana's lawyers appealed her conviction, and the appeal was granted on August 25th, 2016. Do you want to guess why? Insanity? I mean, you would, you would think. You're not going to believe this one. Because, oh because one of the jurors had lied about having a felony conviction, and convicted felonies can't serve on Kentucky juries. So, all because of that, she got a new trial. Oh, and, man. Okay. I uh, hope this goes about as poorly for her as the last one. Oh, did. wait. Just wait. I'm not. Oh, just wait. All right. So, her trials was set to begin on September 18th, 2017. It was, some for some reason, delayed to January 16th, 2018. And in that time, Shayna got a new lawyer from out of state, and, she was grant and he was granted six months to become familiar with the case. So, the second trial ended up beginning on August 8th, 2018, and Shayna did testify in this trial. Oh, no. Yeah. So, first of all, she changed her story again about reaching for the gun. Um, and also, she, um, she, they used what they referred to in one of the podcasts that I listened to as the orgasm defense. Okay. Yeah. So she claimed that Ryan had tormented her about being sexually abused as a, as a child and that she was a fucked up person who couldn't have an orgasm and that's why no one would ever love her and why he would never love her. That's what she said. Um, she claimed that she had had a G-spot in injection to make her G-spot thicker. The prosecution used text to prove that Shayna was the sexual aggressor. Uh, one text asked, asked Ryan if he would please initiate sex because she didn't want to initiate it anymore. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, after all of this, the jury deliberated another five hours and found her guilty again. <laughs> uh, they did not give her 40 years this time They gave her life imprisonment Oh Good <laughs> Yes She can actually be considered for parole though In 2032 So I don't know why it's so soon But anyway you uh, know. Yeah and she is currently at the Kentucky Correctional Institute for Women in Pee Wee Valley. Okay. And that is the story of the nose job murder. Oh, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I had never heard that one before. Me neither. 
And I'm just telling you, first of all, um, there's a couple, there's a couple of podcasts I listened to and I tried to get as much information from them as I could. One of them I didn't think I was going to like because they were kind of going at it in a not very serious way. It was called, I think it's called True Crime Obsessed. But I ended up using a lot of their information because it was good information and they were hilarious when I, start, when I started listening to it. The best part was when they were trying to figure out what Dillard's was. Oh, God. Because apparently they got someone from Dillard's to testify <laughs> during the trial. Because apparently she had been talking to people at Dillard's about how she was going to kill her boyfriend. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they were like, why would someone from Dillard's, what is Dillard's anyway? Why would someone from Dillard's be testifying (laughs) against her? Was she just telling everybody at, at, and they actually played part of the, the, the con like the testimony of the Dillard's employee and she was like yeah she said she was going to kill her boyfriend like multiple times <laughs> and I was like what she was just in the mall spouting off about how she was going to murder her boyfriend I guess just walking up to people hey I'm going to kill my boyfriend yeah apparently yeah God. Yeah. and then but just keep in mind she was the psychology major <laughs> I mean, that makes this like oh my, worse. Yeah, oh my god. Um, but yeah, there was that one, and then there was one called "Murder with My Husband" that was really good. Okay. Yeah, there was another one called something forensics. I don't know. It was some forensics thing. It was really interesting too. And then there was Nancy Grace, and I could not listen to that. Because, no. you know, Nancy Grace. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But the episode, I watched it, it was on one of those true crime networks. Uh-huh. And it was, like, they were, like, showing, like, pictures of Cincinnati in the background as they were talking about. And I was like, oh, that's something I may talk about, blah, blah, blah. And I was just kind of, like, half-assed paying attention to it, really. And then they showed that jailhouse interview of hers. And I was like, "Okay, oh I'm my, definitely. oh my god, <laughs> I have to, I have to work this in somehow." <laughs> yes, that was awesome. Cool, but yeah, that is the lovely and talented nose job murder. Well, not so lovely. I know. Maybe talented in her own mind. Because, you know, she was such yeah. a great actress. Oh, she was. <laughs> yeah, She's so good at so acting. Cool. I'm so good at acting. <laughs> so good at acting. I mean, like, one of the, like, one of the, I think it was the Murder With My Husband podcast. The husband was like, so, this, the, this thing with this podcast, and it was like, a pretty good podcast it was like she tells him a story about a murder that he's never heard of and he just like comments on it and stuff and his comment on this was like his main comment was I think well besides the same as yours being like like she's insane <laughs> like 
just over and over, like, she's insane, was, like, does she not know that, like, there are cameras watching everywhere? Like, they're all watching her. Like, they're all watching her, you know? That's fair. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, they're, like, everybody... Like, they probably had people that weren't even going to be associated with this case, like, in the room watching her because she was so fucking insane. Oh, probably. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. But that's, I don't know. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was talking about how it was so much like the Jody Arias case. Yeah. Except, and no one had, like, they were all talking about, like, no one has ever heard of this. And I was like, well, let's try and... Jody stole the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Jody. Jody. Florida. I mean, Florida woman, mm-hmm. you know. She is well, Florida, think- right? Or is that a different one? Am I thinking of someone else? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I do know who's, who's getting what the hell this time. Oh, Shayna. Shayna, no doubt. <laughs> last time we couldn't, last time we could get an, an, an oh hell because we were like, well, who's it going to be? And this time it's pretty clear. <laughs> it, it is obvious who's yeah. getting what the hell this time around. It is pretty clear. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Well, we do have, we also have a Twitter or a, well, we have an email. I don't know what we have. <laughs> we have an email. Yeah, we have an email. That's creepingintucky at gmail.com. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> What was it? White mechanical alien. <laughs> that was what I called our last episode. Was white mechanical alien at gmail.com. So I couldn't think of a, I couldn't think of a title. I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Uh, we also have a tweeter and an Instagram. Wait, is it an X account now? Oh yeah, we do have X. I suppose, unfortunately. I refuse to call it X. It's still a Twitter to me. It's still fucking Twitter. Come on, Elon. Stop being a child. We need a what the hell him, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's what we'll do the next time we can't figure out who to what the hell. Like, there's so many bad people in a story or whatever. We'll just... Or there's no bad people and everybody's just sad and pathetic. We'll just be like, meh, Elon. What the fuck? What the hell, Elon? Okay. Yeah, I like that. But anyway, for tonight, it's we Shana. are what the hell. Oh, it's Shayna. No. Shana. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yep. All right. In three, two, one. Shana. Shana. What? What? The, the hell? hell. <laughs> like, Good for Lord. Money. What oh, the hell? Child. Yeah. <laughs>